Hello everyone and welcome to Faye Talks, also known as Food Allergy Youth Talks. My name is Gia and I'm the founder of Food Allergy Youth. I've had a multitude of allergies for as long as I can remember. I also underwent oral immunotherapy and desensitized myself to my allergens. I'm still allergic, but I can eat them all. I'm so excited to speak up for the youth population and offer my insights on this complex condition. Be sure to join me in my mission to educate, embolden, and make living with food allergies just a little bit easier. Hi everyone, welcome back to Faye Talks. This is episode number two, and I'm so grateful to have you all here and listening. Today's topic is super exciting for me. I'm extremely passionate about it. It is none other than oral immunotherapy, better known as OIT. It is a therapy that desensitizes one to their allergens. Before I start, I do want to put out a brief disclaimer. I am not a medical professional of any sort. I'm just a person who has gone through the therapy and just sharing my experiences and spreading awareness about it. So I first found out about oral immunotherapy from my neighbor who was actually going through it at the time. So based on the positive feedback we received from them, we decided that we would go and consult with the doctor that they were also going to. So we go to the appointment and they do, they do skin tests. They figure out what allergens that I would do the therapy for. And we kind of went over the overview of what oral immunotherapy is and how and the rules or regulations you have to follow when you're going through the therapy and just how it would affect your life. So after we got back from that appointment, we all me and my family were still very on the fence about it. We were confused if we actually wanted to take this leap of faith because it's it's a huge commitment. You have to because you have to take the dose containing the allergen, which I'll get into that in a few moments. But it was a huge commitment, and I was still unsure about how it would affect my school life, how it would affect my personal life, as well as like if I was, if my, how my body was going to react to it, because I really wasn't sure. A couple of months later, we did decide to, you know, just go for it, because this was finally some light at the end of the tunnel, for us because we've been dealing with this condition for so long that we felt that this is a clear pathway and we see an end. We see that by the end of the treatment, there's a possibility that I could be able to eat all my allergens and that was just really, really motivating and encouraging. So we just felt like we had to try. Before I go into my personal experience, I kind of want to explain how the way my doctor did it the process of it and just kind of explain how the doses work so there are basically there are vials which is what the patient goes through first so the vials actually contain water mixed with amounts of the allergen inside of it it's kind of diluted in there at different concentrations so Different concentrations are different vials. So my vials were lettered. So we would have vial X, Y, Z, A, B, C, etc. And the vials had different concentrations of the allergen. 
for example, from like X through Z were kind of like the smallest ones. And then as you go from A, B, C, the concentration of the allergen increases within that solution. So before you start the therapy, you go through the first day is called the day one of the treatment. And where day one is basically where you figure out your starting point of the therapy. You figure out where you're going to start dosing from and then increase your dose every week, two weeks, whatever you wish. In day one, based on your numbers and, you know, the doctor decides where to start you with your very first dosage. And it's usually very, very small. For me, at least, it was super, super small. I think I started at, like, the smallest concentration ever for both rounds that I did it. And it's not like in day one, you just go on and on until, like, it, it's there's a stopping point. You just don't go, like, on and on because there is a limit as to how much of your allergen you can put inside your body at a certain time. Because, obviously, if you've avoided it for so long and if your body is not able to tolerate it, they're not, you're not going to be given insane amounts there is a limit or like a stopping point where the protocol ends for day one. So there is a day one protocol. So that's kind of the basis of how you start the therapy and how it goes on. Once you finish the vials or the allergen diluted into the water solution, you go on to your solid allergen. So you're solely eating that specific allergen and you increase the doses of that specific allergen until you reach a certain amount which then you can have a food challenge and then graduate from the allergen and you've graduated therapy. So I'm just going to kind of go over my therapies and how it went for both of both rounds that I did it. First, I did it for egg and that day one was quite in it very brief day one because I, I took the first dosage. I was fine. And mind you, I, this was very new to me, obviously, like, this is not, not, you don't hear oral immunotherapy as a common thing. Like, it's, it's not something you hear casually in every conversation. It's very, very unique, and not a lot of people know about it. And so I was very, very unsure of what to expect. So I go in, they give me this syringe with this water solution and I was like is this gonna have egg in it like what what is this and so I take the first solution I was fine everything was okay um and then I take the second solution and I feel something funny in my throat and so I let the PA know like as soon as I could by the way the doctors at this office were absolutely amazing they're so they're so nice and understanding and they make you feel so comfortable and calm So they check me and they say I'm okay, but they say we're definitely going to stop at this point. And that day, I don't know if that reaction was actually there or if it was because of anxiety because I didn't know what to expect because obviously I've been avoiding, I've been scared of eating eggs for forever and now I'm just putting into my body. I didn't, I think, I don't know if it was food allergy anxiety or if it was actually a reaction, but it could best be a reaction, who knows, um, but we stopped right away, and that's where, that's kind of where I would start the treatment from, and then every week, I would increase the amount, and go up the vials, and then finish the vials, and then go on to the actual egg, so during my egg therapy, it was a very bumpy road, thankfully, no major reactions whatsoever, they were all minor, and it was very, very controlled, you're not going to increase your dosages insane amounts every week because you have to do it gradually so your body can get used to it. 
sometimes reactions for me were like stomach aches because that's how my body reacts to egg. I get like stomach aches and cramps and such. And sometimes I would have like acid reflux. And so when I used to have those stomach ache reactions, sometimes I would have to take Benadryl. And once you get a reaction, you either take the same dose again the next week or until you can handle it or you down dose and lower your dose it's really depending on your doctor it's all what your doctor thinks about the severity of the reaction and how you should then handle it so that was that for my egg therapy i would have like stomach aches and sometimes i would have like a funny feeling in my throat acid reflux and with that there were delays in the therapy it usually takes this is tentatively very very tentatively eight to ten months um, mine took for egg a year and a half because just because of all the delays and bumps in the way my body just my body just really had a hard time adjusting to it and we really had to increase the dosages by very very small increments just so my body wouldn't re- react in major ways because it showed that pattern before so I cannot stress this enough this therapy is different for everybody different for everybody's body it's different for every single allergen because funny thing I finished egg and then I did it for my tree nuts and sesame allergy and that day one was the complete opposite of the day one of my egg allergy because for day one for my tree nuts and sesame I finished the whole protocol I was able to I was able to tolerate every single dosage on the day one and I started at a very good spot which would be the basis of my therapy so my tree nuts and sesame therapy went really really well until towards the end where I was intaking very, very high amounts of my allergen. I Mind you, I was taking 40, 40 grams of walnuts almost, 3 grams, 3-4 grams of sesame flour. By that time, I, when I was having issues, I had already completed my cashew and pistachio therapy and treatment because I had already graduated from that. I had already challenged out of it because those foods just went faster based on the protocol. So I'd already finished them, but I still had to cha- to finish the therapy and challenge out of walnuts and sesame. So during that point, I was taking extremely high amounts of those allergens. And so one of the side effects for oral immunotherapy is actually EOE. So my EOS numbers were actually high during those times when I would come back from my updoses, I would have chest pains when I swallowed and and I don't know if that was a sign that my esophagus was shrunk was smaller or or something like that but I knew that my we did a blood test after that and we found out that my EOS numbers were actually a little bit on the higher side so following that we kind of dropped the doses we dropped the doses actually after we finished the walnut challenge because When we did the walnut challenge, I was still feeling that, but we just thought it was just normal acid reflux. And I actually took the walnut challenge and by miracle, I passed it, those insane amounts of walnuts. But then after a week or two, I think it was a week or two after, I started feeling that chest thing again. And I was still taking the high amounts of the um, walnuts. And mind you, after you finish the therapy, you also have to continue taking the dosages. So I was still taking the egg from the previous year when I graduated, I was still taking the cashews, even though I graduated. I was taking the walnuts, even though I graduated. The only thing I was really upping was the sesame. And 
so I came back from the updose one day and I was I felt that again. I was like, oh no, what is this? And that's when we did the blood test and saw that my EOS numbers were high. And when we saw that, we were like, we need to change something. Like we don't know what what, what allergen is causing this. So we downdosed the allergens, the doses, even if they were in maintenance. And we kind of took a month break from updosing because me and my family really felt that it would be best to give my body a rest from this because it was just taking it was just really hard dealing with um, school and just everything all that in general mixed together and so we decided to take a break from that from updosing I would still take doses but they were in very small amounts and then towards the end of February I believe I was I was tolerating the doses that I was taking so then we went on to do to challenge out of the sesame which was mind you I was taking two grams which is the maintenance dose during the whole month of January and then I mean the whole month of February and then I was challenging five grams but we trusted the doctors we trusted what they said we went over and we actually passed the I actually passed the sesame challenge which is a, a huge relief I was so thankful that I passed that because I was extremely nervous about it but I passed that and now all I have left is to challenge out of pecan because I didn't do the therapy for pecan because one the covers pecan so I still have to challenge out of that, but even during quarantine with my maintenance doses, I reduced them because it my seasonal allergies were kind of affecting my therapy as well as we were we were nervous to intake high amounts of our doses during quarantine because if anything happened, it, w- it was not safe to go to hospitals and we, that really scared us. So we reduced the doses, even if we had like minor, minor issues, we, we reduced the doses right away. And it was because that was just the safest option for us at that point. But now I'm at a point where I, I have kind of found my balance and maintenance doses about how much my body is good at tolerating. And I really feel good about it because I know that I'm safe when I'm taking my doses as well as if I, if I accidentally eat my allergens outside somewhere, I'm safe. And I'll kind of get into that more a little bit later. I kind of want to focus a little bit on the rules and regulations I followed because I know a lot of people usually have questions about certain regulations you have to follow during this treatment and how it affects your life. So this is how it was personally for me. A reminder, it's different for every doctor, every place, every person, but this is just how how the rules affected me. So I could not exercise or shower one hour before I took my dose and two to three hours after. So I had to remain completely still in place, very sedentary during those during that time period. I also had to take my dose. I still have to take my dose around the same time. These rules you have to follow in maintenance too because you're taking your dosages which you're technically still allergic to. It's just that your body can tolerate it. So you have to make sure in you're following all the rules still. You take your dose around the same time every day with the one to two hour leeway to ensure that the allergen stays in your body for at least 24 hours. And going back to the no exercise, no shower thing, you basically cannot aggravate your body in any way and you must remain calm and cool-minded. One of the biggest things that people have a misconception about is that you don't have to carry an EpiPen after you finish this therapy, but that is completely false. Even after you complete this therapy or, or any food allergy therapy, I would presume, you still have to carry an EpiPen because you're technically still allergic to the food and your body's just 
able to handle it. And you always, always, always want to carry an EpiPen. Reminder, carry two always, but you, you must have that with you wherever you go. I also want to shed a light on the struggles of going through oral immunotherapy and how that affected me because I do want to spread awareness about this aspect of it. For me, one of the biggest things during the therapy and taking the dosages was keeping my anxiety controlled because like I said before, you cannot aggravate your body and you can't increase your heart rate because that can induce a reaction. And so once you when you have anxiety, it usually increases your heart rate, or at least that's how it was for me. And if I did that, I would get a reaction. So I can't have anxiety and I'm I'm in taking an allergen that I've been scared of eating for the, for my whole life. So it was really, it was a struggle at first kind of containing my anxiety. But the biggest things I found helpful were Netflix, YouTube, and all that stuff. Because it really, if I had one tip for anyone, whether it's going to a food challenge or going through an, a therapy or of any sort, Bring something to distract you, whether it's a book, a TV show, podcast, whatever it is. Bring something that takes your mind somewhere else so that you're not constantly focusing on the anxiety that you're you're receiving because that can cause issues. But on top of all of this, I knew my end goal. And even though at times it got hard when I had setbacks, I had reactions. I was almost done with my therapy and then I had this huge setback for a month. The thing that really kept me going was... I wanted to gain that freedom of not having to worry every single day about when I'm going out with my friends, like, oh no, what am I going to eat? What did this person touch before? And that stress, I just wanted to relieve myself of. So that really was my main inspiration to keep going. And on top of that, there's so many Facebook groups on oral immunotherapy. There's so many social media pages that really inspire you to keep going when you see other people succeed and and graduate from their allergens. It really, really makes you feel so happy for them and inspires you that, you know what, I can do it too. There's hope for me. And that's what really, really kept us going. And at the end, after I finished my therapies, the end results are indescribably amazing. I, I We don't have to worry about a, a huge reaction happening. Uh, my parents were so relieved. I feel like there's a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. I can eat out with my friends. I don't have to worry about if I have to go to a fa- family gathering and someone touches me, you know. I I feel so much more relaxed and free. And it's just so, so special. That feeling of just all those, the stress from all all those years finally reducing and slowly going away. And the biggest thing is that if I accidentally eat a cashew or if I accidentally eat something that has egg in it, I'm going to be okay. And that wasn't the case a couple years ago. So it's life-changing is an understatement for this. And one of the biggest things that I can't wait to do after the pandemic is travel and try foreign foods. I absolutely cannot wait for that. So the last thing that I want to mention is If you're on the fence about trying this therapy and your doctor says you're able to, I 100% recommend it. Go for it because it's, it honestly changes your life. I know I keep saying it, but I cannot stress that enough. It's so rewarding in the end. And if you're trying, if you're, if you're thinking about trying it, if you're in the middle of it, you got this, keep going and good luck to everyone going through it and who, and those of you who are looking forward to trying it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It really means a lot. 
If you liked it, please be sure to give it a rating. I would really, really appreciate it. If you want to see more content from Faye, be sure to follow at Food Allergy Youth on Instagram and check out Faye's website, foodallergyyouth.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Mm-hmm.